Matthew Fisher on the fishbowl. Two fishes swimming in the sea. Beautiful thing. <laughs> How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. We are at Gross Fest uh, 2018. Yeah, first year, first annual Gross Fest. Awesome. I'm liking it so far. We're out in uh, Washington, PA. Yeah. Uh, at uh, what is it? George Washington uh, uh, Hotel. Hotel. Yeah. Yeah. Nice, nice place here. It's very like old school. Yeah. You know. Shout out to uh, Tim, Tom, and Terrence for uh, putting on this event. It's a lot Absolutely. of fun. Thanks for having us out. Absolutely. Um, tell us a little bit about uh, some upcoming films you have. Uh, well, right now, today, we're, pr we're pushing two films. We have uh, my la latest feature film, a dark comedy called DJ Stan the Man. It's about a uh, wedding, a DJ that was back in the 90s was like a really, uh, you know, hotshot DJ. Everybody was going to see him in the clubs. But now we jump to the future, and he just does weddings. But in his head, he still thinks he's a rock star, and he has like a crew of misfits that work with him that all fight and do all types of crazy shenanigans. Uh, the other film that we have is a film called Groundhog, which is a holiday-themed uh, slasher film written and directed by David McDonough, uh, produced by myself. Um, that's uh, you know a lot of blood and guts, big you know. It, it was made in the vein of like those 80s horror movies that you can watch along with and you get your gore but you can also laugh with it and you know get some fun out of it too my favorite types of 80s yeah horror yeah, movies. yeah 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 <laughs> so we're pushing that and we gotta we're getting ready to, when we get back from this we're getting ready to start up my next feature which is the wicked hollows more of a ghost story type horror film you know what i mean more like serious i guess you would call it you know Definitely. more than a, more than a fun type thing right right yeah so um, on a side note, what yeah. are some of your favorite films? My favorite films uh, within the horror genre, we'll say. Uh, oof, I mean, The Shining, I think, is like a godly horror movie. The Exorcist, I mean, these are all films that everybody will probably go to. Maybe some obscure films would be like Night of the Creeps. I love Night of the Creeps. Um, I, I can speak for Dave, who's not here right now, but he's a gigantic neon, uh, neon maniac fan. Um, yeah. Uh, Frank Tannenlauter films are really good. Um, everybody, you know, Carpenter's awesome, like one of the best. Sam Raimi, all his films. Uh, you, you can go on and on, you know. That's the funny thing about the questions is like there's so many good ones out there. Right, right. You know, the Romero films were in Pennsylvania. You can't, uh, you, you can't mention, uh, not mention. I'll, I'll give you a little bit of yeah. uh, movie, uh, movie uh, I guess, um, not trivia, but insight. Here. Yeah. Especially since we're in Pittsburgh, the home of Ramiro. Um, funny story, uh, I actually have George Romero's desk. Really? How'd yeah. you get that? Um, my mom uh, went to an estate sale yeah. uh, that happened to be Christine Romero's house. Okay. And uh, she was like, her and George had just like divorced. Yeah. And um, she was like selling off like all this memorabilia, like t-shirts, action figures, posters, yeah. like anything you can imagine that was like saved up over a year from all of George's films right. were like in this house. And um, I was starting uh, Point Park for screenwriting mm -hmm. and uh, I needed a new desk. And my mom went to this uh, estate sale that wasn't also very well like publicized in the paper. And I was at work and she texted me She's like, you'll never guess whose desk I yeah. got here. And I'm like, well, is this like a trick question? Yeah. Like, how am I supposed to know who? Yeah. You know, she said, George Romero. I literally, like, dropped my phone, oh, went yeah. to all my 
coworkers because we're working. I was working at the exchange at the time. Yeah. The big like music movie like record stores. And um, I, I I told all my coworkers we were like this one girl who's like a huge like driven gay girl. She's like I fucking hate you. <laughs> I'm like <laughs> you're jealousy, lost. You know, yeah. <laughs> right, right. You know, but I actually uh, found out from uh, Michael Gornick. Yeah. Uh, who uh, you can expect the interview uh, in a couple weeks, um, I found out that uh, not only was it George's desk that he wrote you know, countless uh, screenplays on, but I found out um, that it also happened to be the desk where Stephen King started writing oh, It. Wow. Um, See, that's history. That's, that's history great, right there. Yeah. You know, I have what I like to call like a magic desk. Yeah, well, I would know. agree with that. Yeah, <laughs> that is definitely magic. There's, there's just a lot of aura in, yeah. in that desk. And I literally feel it like every time I go to write, it, you know, whatever project or. Have, have you took the drawers out and checked every nook and cranny <laughs> for like, you know, little little notes left behind? Uh, there's, I, I looked in everything, yeah, yeah, every yeah. single drawer when it arrived at yeah. the house. It was completely empty. Yeah. But I feel like it wasn't empty because, you know, the thing the that you can see, yeah. the memory and the imprint of, you know, George and King working on that desk yeah. is there. And it's the, my, like, driving force for saying, yeah. you know, continue to do it. It will happen. Yeah, they sat there and they pounded out some great work. So, like, yeah, the aura is there, you know what I mean? Definitely. That's cool. I, I dig that. I'm jealous. Uh, <laughs> if you ever want to get rid of it, I'll take it. You know, a lot of people have said that to me. I'm like, never happening. We That's drove 10 hours to get here. I'll drive another 10 to get that desk. Yeah. Uh, the desk is sticking with me, and yeah, it's, it's, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's being handed down to right, the next so. the next fish, yeah. you know, in, well, in the bloodline. So there you go, you know? <laughs> I want to say probably like the, the, the fish bloodline. Blood okay, all right. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, 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 you know. Yeah, all right. Fair enough. <laughs> but yeah, that's cool. The, um, I wish I had something cool like that from somebody. I, 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 yeah, no, I, I don't have anything good like that. No, but I, I also just wanted to comment yeah. real quick. Uh, Night of the Creeps. Yeah, that is one of my all-time, I think, really underrated is, horror right. movies from the '80s. Right. Um, I had the pleasure of uh, uh, interviewing Tom Atkins for my radio show right. when I was at Point Park. Yeah. And um, I have his number <laughs> in my phone, so I could theoretically, like, you know, call up Tom and be like, Tom, what's going on? Just Sam call Tom up. <laughs> I met Tom a few years back at a convention over in uh, Massachusetts, and uh, he's a sweetheart. I actually talked to him about doing a film, um, but years have passed, so I don't, I don't know if he's doing much acting anymore. Yeah, he's getting kind of out there. I think he's retiring a little bit, yeah. but he's an icon, so, like, right. you know, he, he, his mark's been made, you know what I mean? But yeah, um, Tom Atkins, uh, we were just at a convention uh, like a month ago with Jason Lively. Mm -hmm. He was a cool dude. He was talking about some Night of the Creeps stuff. Um, but yeah, like Night of the Creeps is super underrated. Um, it did kind of get a remake with James Gunn Slither. Right, Slither. You know what I mean? Um, Which I think is equally as like yeah. weird and 
underrated. It is. People don't like what I say, but I think Slither is James Gunn's best movie. So, so do far, I. Yeah. So do I. And people don't like that. It's because the Guardians movies, you know. I'm what like I mean? Guardians, Smartians, yeah. man. It's Slither. Right. <laughs> that's the thing, and like that was kind of around the time where he kind of popped off into a bigger place. Um, but yeah, like that's the closest thing we've gotten to a remake of it. Right. Which is good because they shouldn't be like remakes. They should. I like it when it comes to remakes. They probably should be remaking these more obscure movies. Right, but right. It's uh, yeah. Night of the Creeps, classic, classic. I could go for a, a Fred Decker's like back in Hollywood. He wrote, yeah, he wrote yeah. the Predator. Movie. Co-wrote the Predator. Yeah. yeah. So like, he you never know. Right. I always, I always wanted to do a Monster Squad remake myself when I was like younger, but it would be great now you look at Stranger Things and stuff right, like exactly, that so exactly. it'd be a huge it, it would work you know what I mean yeah definitely like all the, the Spielberg movies where like the main characters are like 12 year old kids and stuff like that's big right now you know what I right, mean right right so I think they should tap into that and you know that's bringing it back to like a scary element of like somebody that would do something to a kid you know what I mean like in Friday the 13th where 6 I believe it was with the kids and like there's a whole element, like the, a lot of the shots of him just in the window and stuff with the kids sleeping. Right. Like it's scarier because it's like, well, he could just go in there and kill them. Right. He doesn't, but he always, whenever you add kids to it, there's always like a weird element to it. Definitely. That makes it more creepier. Definitely. Yeah. And I just have to throw in real quick. Yeah. Uh, the Fishbowl's next interview that should be posted in uh, hopefully a week or two is actually with uh, Tom Matthews. Oh, okay. From uh, Return of the Living Dead, and yeah, Part Return. 6. Yeah. Yeah, he's cool. I'm yeah. Uh, he, he's, he's, he's another actor that, you know, he did those, he should be, it'd be cool to see him popping up in a lot more movies, because he'd be, you know, having his hand in those films, those are big, you know, genre films. Right. So it's cool, and with, like, there's a resurfacing, you'll see a lot of, like, older uh, horror actors and stuff will resurface with the conventions and stuff. Right. So, uh, you know, I'm glad... It always makes me happy to see these people getting the respect and being able to see a group of people that love them and like really appreciate their work, you know, from yesterday because I yesterday's pastors they probably didn't get that when it came out. Right. They probably looked at it as cheap horror, you know what I mean? They didn't know like the culture that it was gonna become. So it's good to see everybody kinda getting their props now. Definitely, yeah. definitely. Well, um, do you have any other upcoming projects to promote? Um, my next feature uh, is called The Wicked Hollows. Uh, if anybody's on Facebook, they can check out the Boombastic Films page, uh, B-O-O-M-B-A-S-T-I-C Films. And um, we, we were, you know, I run it, but we have multiple directors for it. Like Dave was in the other room, like he, he directed his Groundhog film for us, and he's got something developing for, uh, I think in like two years, he's going to do that. But yeah, we always check out the page because we're always doing something. We've been doing a lot of collaborations with uh, Tony Newton over in the UK, and uh, there's anthology films. We've been doing these segments, uh, like five to seven minute segments, and he chops them up and puts them in other, you know, other ones, which is cool. It's all about kind of getting out there and try and make your reach as far as possible to like touch, you know, touch the people in a <laughs> positive way. You know what I mean? But yeah. definitely, definitely. Well, awesome. Well, thank you for uh, taking I the thank time. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure, man. Absolutely. Thank absolutely. You. Awesome. Thank you.